Welcome to Red Pill Torah, calling believers from man's institutions to God's instructions. I'm almost ready to go to Sukkot. I'm Tim. And I'm Miss. Before we go, let's look at what Yeshua did during one special Sukkot celebration. Let's talk about it. If you didn't know, the Torah is the first five books of the Bible. Understanding and believing the Torah gives context to the rest of the Bible. You can email us at redpilltorah at gmail.com. Find us at our website, www.redpilltorah.com. Follow us on redpilltorah.podbean.com, on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, YouTube, or wherever you hear your favorite podcasts. We love to hear from you. And don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And a big shalom to our listeners in Brazil and California. At the time of this recording, Miss and I are getting ready for Sukkot, the Feast of Tabernacles. The instruction for Sukkot can be found in Leviticus chapter 23, the chapter about Elohim's calendar. Now starting from verse 33, it says, Yehovah said to Moshe, Tell the people of Israel, On the fifteenth day of this seventh month is the Feast of Sukkot for seven days to Yehovah. On the first day there is to be a holy convocation, do not do any kind of ordinary work. For seven days you are to bring an offering made by fire to Yehovah. On the eighth day, you are to have a holy convocation and bring an offering made by fire to Yehovah. It is a day of public assembly. Do not do any kind of ordinary work. We get more instructions about Sukkot later in the chapter. Starting from verse 41, it says, you are to observe it as a feast to Yehovah seven days in the year. It is a perpetual regulation, generation after generation. Keep it in the seventh month. You are to live in Sukkot, or booths, for seven days. Every citizen of Israel is to live in a sukkah, so that generation after generation of you will know that I made the people of Israel live in Sukkot when I brought them out of the land of Egypt. I am Yehovah, your Elohim. A sukkah is a temporary structure. For us today, it could be a tent, a makeshift uh, shelter, or maybe even a recreational vehicle. Sukkot is the plural form of the word sukkah. For this podcast, we thought it would be interesting to look at a sukkot celebration that Yeshua attended. The celebration was mandatory for every male in Israel, so one would think that the scriptures would capture an account of at least one sukkot with Yeshua. And sure enough, we find that account in John chapter 7. In the chapter before, Yeshua fed a huge crowd with two fish and five barley loaves. Later, the crowd followed Yeshua, looking for more food and miracles. When Yeshua said that he is the bread from heaven, most of the people left him. Now they thought that he was talking about cannibalism, a horrible thought, especially for people who ate a kosher diet. I'll start reading from John chapter 7. It says, After this, Yeshua traveled around in the Galilee, intentionally avoiding Judah, because the Judeans were out to kill him. But the festival of Sukkot in Judah was near. So his brothers said to him, Leave here and go into Judah, so that your followers can see the miracles you do. For no one who wants to become known acts in secret. If you're doing these things, show yourself to the world. Yeshua answered them, saying, in verse 8, You go on up to the festival. As for me, I'm not going up to the festival right now, because the right time for me has not yet come. 
Having said this, he stayed on in the Galilee. But after his brothers had gone up to the festival, Yeshua went there in secret. Many people at the festival were quietly talking about Yeshua. Quietly, because they were afraid of the leaders. When Sukkot was half over, Yeshua began to teach in the temple. The people were surprised that Yeshua could read. He didn't seem like he had been formally educated in Torah. As Yeshua taught, he challenged the people listening to him. In verse 19 it says, Yeshua asked them, Didn't Moshe give you the Torah? Yet not one of you obeys the Torah. Why are you out to kill me? You have a demon, the crowd shouted. Who's out to kill you? Yeshua answered them, I did one thing, and because of this, all of you are amazed. Moshe gave you circumcision, not that it came from Moshe, but from the patriarchs, and you perform circumcisions on the Sabbath. If a boy is circumcised on the Sabbath so that the Torah of Moshe will not be broken, why are you angry with me because I make a man whole in his body and well on the Shabbat? Stop judging by surface appearances and judge the right way. It seems like the religious rulers had a problem with Yeshua healing on the Sabbath day. In their minds, he was breaking the Sabbath day. So far, I haven't seen any scripture that identifies healing people as work, work not to be done on the Sabbath. If there were such a scripture, I think that the Lord of the Sabbath, according to Mark 2 and 28, would have known about that ruling because he himself would have made the ruling. So, Miss, so far, it looks like this Sukkot was much like other days for Yeshua. He helped people by doing miracles, he taught people about the kingdom of Jehovah, and he confronted the Jewish religious leaders about their takanot, or added laws. Tim, it seems like the people at Sukkot couldn't stop talking about Yeshua. Some wondered why he was out in the open, since they knew the religious leaders wanted to kill him. Others reasoned that he was actually the Messiah. Reading from verse 28, it says, Whereupon Yeshua continued to teach in the temple courts and cried out, Indeed, you do know me, and you do know where I'm from. I have not come to you on my own. The one who sent me is real, but him you don't know. I do know him, because I am with him, and he sent me. At this, they tried to arrest him, but no one laid a hand on him, because his time had not yet come. However, many in the crowd put their trust in him and said, when the Messiah comes, will he do more miracles than this man has done? The religious leaders overheard people reasoning that Yeshua was the Messiah. With that, they sent some temple guards to arrest Yeshua. During the Sukkot celebration, the Jews included a tradition known as Nisuch Hamayim. A priest would draw water from the pool of Siloam in a golden vessel. Now that vessel was carried through the water gate of the temple as the shofar was blown and the people were rejoicing. Now the priest would walk up the kibesh, which is a bridge to the altar on the temple mount, and there he would pour the water on the altar. This is where we'll pick up the reading from John chapter 7, starting at um, verse 37. We believe that the water procession was happening when the events of verse 37 took place. It says, Now on the last day of the festival, Hoshana Rabbah, um, the crowd is usually really quiet as they wait for the high priest to pour the water on the altar. When suddenly Yeshua stood up and cried out, 
If anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. Whoever puts his trust in me, as the scripture says, rivers of living water will flow from his innermost being. And verse 40 continues with, On hearing his words, some people in the crowd said, Surely this man is the prophet. The others said, This is the Messiah. But others said, How can the Messiah come from the Galilee? Doesn't the Tanakh say that the Messiah is from the seed of David and comes from Bethlehem, the village where David was born? So the people were divided because of him. Some wanted to arrest him, but no one laid a hand on him. Verse 45 says, The guards came back to the chief priest and the Pharisees who asked them, Hey, why didn't you bring him in? The guards replied, No one ever spoke the way this man speaks. You mean you've been taken in as well? The Pharisees answered. Has any of the authorities trusted him? Or any of the Pharisees? No. True, these regular people do, but they know nothing about the Torah. They're under a curse. Miss, isn't that a horrible thing to say about the people of Elohim? That is. That's terrible. Aren't they the ones who are responsible for teaching the people the Torah? I thought so. If they're under a curse, they need to take some responsibility. Ouch. Good point, Mama. So, when it comes to Sukkot, what would Yeshua do? Let's sum up what we can take from Yeshua's participation in Sukkot. Okay. We know that he went to Sukkot even though he knew the Jewish leaders wanted to kill him. Remember, according to Leviticus 23, his Heavenly Father required it of every male. We know that Yeshua followed his Father's instructions. During the middle of the feast, he went up to the temple and taught Yehovah's instructions which is one reason why he came to earth. Mm -hmm. While teaching, Yeshua clarified to the Pharisees and all the people around that healing and helping people on the Sabbath is not a sin, and revealed that he is the source of the true living water that the water ceremony symbolized. Mm -hmm. Yeshua certainly made that Sukkot celebration memorable. So, what would you do if you discovered that the way you live your life and some of your beliefs were out of line with God's instructions? Would you take the blue pill and use Jesus as justification for why you don't have to celebrate Sukkot? Or would you take the red pill and simply do what Yeshua did? Be part of the joyous celebration and be a blessing to people around you. Only you can answer that question. Sukkot starts five days after Yom Kippur and it lasts for eight days, so you have time to join in. If you're not going camping for the entire time, consider a short camping excursion. Or, just spend some time celebrating outdoors with other believers. Many believers enjoy a meal outside, remembering that Elohim made Israel to live in booths for a time. There are so many profound reasons behind this instruction regarding Sukkot. We hope to discuss some of those reasons in more detail in a future podcast. Well, that's all we have time for today. Tim and I are going to Sukkot. Mm -hmm. Have a wonderful celebration and don't miss next week's episode. We will have another awesome guest discussing the many Jewish people that are responding to Gentiles who are awakening to the Torah, God's instructions. Thanks for spending 15 or so minutes with us at Red Pill Torah where you can handle the truth. <laughs>